I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till uh, 11 o'clock. Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSCs at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, questions, comments, and concerns. And uh, we got uh, three lines all filled up. One line open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We're going to quickly go over to John because he, he feels he has an answer for the, the Wi-Fi issue. But we'll see. What do you got, John? Oh, hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Um, your answer for him was, was excellent, putting him on the 5G. But um, it, it sounds like his uh, 5G um, receiver or whatever in his, in his uh, tablet isn't working right because it's not seeing the 5G. Right. And the reason why I think that he's not getting the speed out of it is because the 2.4G, if you if you look into the GUI on those routers, yep. the 2.4G only has 11 channels. Mm-hmm. And the five, if you look at the 5G, it has like 150 channels. And what happens is you there's a whole bunch of things that interfere with that 2.4G frequency. Sure, yep. And um, if, if your neighbor was on the same channel with you, they, they can't see your stuff, but if they're on that same channel, what happens is they actually eat up part of your um, signal string. Great point. So there's a um, there's an there's an app uh, on uh, that you can get for free. It's it's a, it's a Netgear app yep. that allows you to look at all the networks that are in your area. Yep, yep. And uh, you can see who's on channel one, who's on channel two, and all you have to do is go into your uh, if, into the GUI of your um, of your uh, router, right. just move it over to a different one, and yeah. uh, he'll get his full signal strength, and he'll be he'll be flying. You know, you make you, you make some 4. good point. I mean, again, two point four is about four hundred megabits, um, and and you could be correct as far as interference on that channel. Um, but generally, I mean, just in our experience, you're going to see those issues in a more closely knit area. Now, if he's if his home is separated by, you know let's say yeah. X number of feet, even if they are on the same channel, he's not going to necessarily bleed into each other to affect it by, you know, 400 plus megabits of performance. I don't performance. know why, but I've seen where, um, where, um, you know, one of the, one of the neighbors gets, um, uh, dish net. And for some reason, when that happens, the only channel that will work, for example, is channel nine. Okay. So dish net must use up, must, stop. uh, interfere somehow with that 2.4 frequency yep. but I'm, that's just an example i mean and yeah. that that would be something that you wouldn't think of because it wouldn't even show up on that that netgear test but anyway no. I, I just wanted to throw my two cents in no great sense i mean good point i mean interference is the a very common issue you work so good even in a close-knit area is because there's 150 channels what, what are the odds for one thing 5g is better yes but on top of that what are the odds of being congested well, um with 150 channels you're not too likely to be on someone else's uh, 
channel at the same time. Well, so de- defaults are pretty you know. defaults are pretty common, but to the other point is that the range is smaller. So if someone else is running 5G and you're 5G, your bubbles are not going to necessarily bang into each other on the same channels because you're at a distance. Yeah. Anyway, so, good point. Throw my two cents in, but um, thanks, John. Appreciate it. Have, have a great day. Yeah, you too. Yeah, he makes a good point as far as where else to look. Um, if you're having a problem, That's I true. didn't even think of that. Uh, they could just have bad. Both of them could be on the same channel as some other yeah, we neighbor. Change, uh, we change the default channels all the time. Right. Didn't even, didn't even pop in my head. So good point out there. And there, we'll put a link to some of those those uh, tools that are out there. Ubiquity has a free tool um, called Wi-Fi Man. And uh, Netgear does as well, as he mentioned. Uh, you can actually go ahead and put it on a phone, let's say. And it'll tell you what access SSIDs are out there and what channels they're on. And you obviously would not want, well, I shouldn't say obviously, but you don't want to have your access point delivering your 2.4 gigahertz signal on the same channel as somebody else with a very powerful signal that you're seeing on that app because they'll bang into each other. I still don't think they would affect it by, for two users from a 400 megabit, 400 megabit potential speed down to, to nine, and they're getting a 60 megabit internet connection they said uh but he could be right could be a day could be something else interfering so who knows that's the fun of computers let's go on to joe in plainville hey joe hey guys how you doing today good how are you i'm doing all right thank you um i'm trying to um this is regarding a work machine uh windows 10 uh, machine i don't have it uh in front of me because that's at my place of uh, business yeah um i'm trying to um i am the admin uh, account on the machine, and I'm trying to add a user uh, to be able to, so that I can log off my my side and let them log in and do uh, do their work. So I've created an account for them, and when I sign off uh, or go to switch the user, um, it it keeps me on the login screen. But with, in the lower left hand corner of the login screen, it says other users. So or other I forget what it says. Like I say, I don't have the machine in front of me, mm-hmm. but I click on it. And what it's giving me is it says other, and it gives me um, the window to, or the, uh, the field to add the email address and then the password. Well, when I created the user, there was no app option to add an email address. It just said, you know, you can enter in the name. Um, and I did this through, um, you go into accounts, and then it says other users, and you add a user. And it did. It, it added the users, but I can't see it. I can't. Because it didn't give me an option to add an email address, just a name. So uh, this is driving me crazy because I, this person can't, can't do their job because yeah. I can't switch the user. Yeah, Bob has an idea for you. Well, first of all, you went in through a control panel and you went in through users, okay? So if you go to uh, your, this PC instead, mm-hmm. which may not be on your desktop, you may have to open a browser and then uh, right-click on your computer where it says uh, this PC, and instead of choosing properties, choose manage, okay? Now, in the manage app, you'll go down, you'll see it'll say, I'm assuming that you're using Windows uh, 10 Pro, not home. Yes, it is. Okay. So, in there, in the computer management local, you'll see local users and groups. So then, go into the users and see if that user account is there. Because if it's not there, what you did was you created a user in the Microsoft Cloud. Huh. Um, so, okay, so what I did was in order to create the user, I went into settings and then in accounts. 
and there was the add a work or school account, but then I didn't do it that way because um, when I was looking at stuff online, I did it through you can add other users. And in there, it was really just a simplistic, and I, I created it as a standard user, not an admin. So, but, I mean, even if I created a user, wouldn't – there was no email. I did it through. It said, I, I don't know. This, this person is not a Microsoft user. I don't have their email address. I did it that way. Um, will that still show up? And, again, can you, can you give me where I should go again? Because I, I don't – like I say, without the machine in front right. of me, I can't. What Bob it. thinks you did was you set up a win- – you tried to set up a Windows cloud account versus a local user account. Um, so he'll give you the instructions. But we'll try to find a nice p- page for you as well to follow. Okay. But go ahead, Bob. Yeah, you need to uh, right-click on this PC, which if you open up Windows Explorer, yeah, you know, which is File Explorer or whatever you want to call it, okay, and you open it up, you'll see, um, you know, it'll show you. Uh, forget about Quick Access and OneDrive. This PC, you okay. right-click on this PC, assuming that you don't have a this PC icon on your desktop. And, I don't. And no. then you choose Manage, which should be right underneath collapse. So once you choose manage, it's going to open up computer uh, management. And you explain, uh, expand it under uh, computer management, local, system tools, local users and groups. Then there's okay. users. And it'll list all of your local users that are on there. Okay. So mostly your guest account, your local uh, administrator account, the original one that was uh, with the machine, and most of the other ones will all be uh, disabled by default. So if you created a new local user, it should be in there. If it's not in there, you you created it it in the cloud somewhere. It either is or it isn't there. So if you're saying it's not, that's our assumption, Joe. I mean, it can get confusing with Microsoft. They're really looking to try to really hook you into that cloud. So everything's going to angle that direction. The the problem with doing the cloud account is that if you don't have Internet, you can't log in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. I just I just want to be able to switch this to switch the user, you know, so that he can just log in on the same machine. But right. I, it's it's like I'm trying to split an atom here. I don't get it. <laughs> That's why we have a job, Joe. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, on, on Monday morning, I'll give it a shot. Thank you very much. You're welcome. We'll try to find a good article for you too. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. You got it, sir. <laughs> Splitting the atom. It's not quite what we do. We're not rocket science. But it is ridiculously complicated, and it shouldn't be. I mean, the year 2019 here, adding a user to a computer really should be fairly simple. But no. Keeps us in business. Um, Matt, do I got to take a break here? Yeah, I'm going to step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls. Skip, Glenn, and Tom, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here till 11 o'clock. Then, as you just heard, Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. And uh, thank all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. I'm going to get right to your calls. And I'm not sure we can help this person, but we will try. Glenn in uh, West Hartford next. Hey, Glenn. Hey, good morning. Uh, good show today. Oh, thanks. So um, my issue is I have a MacBook, uh-huh. and um, I've got a new one. I've got an old one. Uh-huh. And I, I often listen to a radio station in another part of Connecticut uh, during the week online. Yeah. And the streaming service that launches uh, the show, um, it's uh, something called a Lightning Stream is the, is the product. Okay. And on the new Mac, what will happen is the, the website gets hijacked. Up comes uh, an exact replica of an of a, um, Apple website. 
with warnings about uh, you've got viruses installed, there's a down clock counter counting off how much time you have to react and things like that. Wow. So it's a phishing site. Yeah. And it was very, very realistic. So I shut it off and um, uh, I, I logged in again sometime later and it's haphazard. Now and then it pops up, other times it doesn't. Yeah. And it doesn't pop up on the older Mac, but it has an older version of the operating system. Right. Is that something on the streaming services side nope. that's hijacking this site or is that no. on my side? It's not your streaming service. The streaming service is legitimate. The hijack site is obviously illegitimate. And you must have gone somewhere to, to have that delivered to your browser. It's basically right. the Safari browser is allowing that to happen to you. If you want it okay. to stop happening, well, first off, clear your cache. That should take care of the, the hijack that's occurring on your Safari browser on your new Mac. Until you until you go to a site that delivers it to you again, okay. So it's you've got a cookie on there somewhere where you're going, and the and the bad guys are saying, "Oh, Glenn likes to go to this this site. I'm going to deliver this malware to him to try to to try to trick him into thinking he's infected with something." Um, okay. So the, if you want to prevent it in the future, configure Open DNS. Uh, uh, what was talking about DNS? You got to configure Open DNS as far as how you okay. browse. If you don't configure that, you're going to be susceptible to this happening again. And you're smart okay. enough to realize it was a trick, but a lot of people right. would not. Otherwise, you can log into www.sendmeyourmoney.com. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, interestingly enough, I, I have um, Firefox on this thing also. Yeah. And when I use Firefox, I get no trouble. Okay, so it's doing a better job of preventing that site from coming up because it knows it's malicious. Um, okay. than Safari did. So right. clear your cache on Safari or just use Firefox. But either way, just because Firefox is better right now for this particular problem, configure OpenDNS. I know you have a Mac and everyone tells you you can't get infected, but you just you just illustrated how you could easily have been tricked if you were not uh, uh, savvy. Uh, somebody else might not have been. Because a lot of people right. just think the Macs are bulletproof. So yeah, if somebody right. sees that scary sign, they're going to be like, oh, I am infected. And is, is malware bytes for Mac of any use? or Not really uh, in this case yeah. uh, because yeah. it's just a browser hijack. Uh, Mac is pretty good about locking down uh, the operating system, so it's it's just a trick. It's just a, a cached uh, trick um, that you got from surfing somewhere else. And because of the cookie, I suspect, that, other, that somewhere else said, ah, he's a right person because he uses this particular streaming service. Let's and try it, to trick him. It might have requested that you install an add-in, too. That may be a something you want to look at right on your safari yeah. browser but clear like a, like a like a flash like adobe flash player or something some sort of add-in right like bob's saying you might have downloaded or configured for another app for another site that could have delivered this to you that's the vulnerability spot where it, where it would have leveraged that that add-in to deliver the malware add-ins add site. convenience but they reduce your security yeah right okay hey thanks very much yeah thanks Glenn, for talking about it bye-bye all right bye-bye yeah, you're not necessarily invulnerable if you're running a Mac. Configure OpenDNS. It's free. And technically, in this case, you're not the commodity, <laughs> I don't think. Um, and it'll give you a safer way to uh, surf the Internet. And you can even configure it to customize what you deliver to your users in your home. You know, you can actually filter out types of sites if you wanted to. Gambling sites. The porn sites, the obvious sites. Um, so home shopping sites. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go on to Tom and Simsbury. What's going on, Tom? Hi, I got a portable computer, uh, HP, and I was using it last night, yeah. and the screen went dark. 
and the whole thing shut down. Oh, and now I can't turn it back on. I see the power light flashes when I hit power, but that's it. That's all I'm getting. How old is it? Uh, ancient history. Okay, so it's pretty old. So you could be the screen finally went. The backlight on the LCD could finally have gone. It could, okay. could be something like that. The machine itself could have finally failed. Do you have a, an external monitor you could plug into the uh, VGA port? Oh, I, I can go to my brother's and um, borrow his, yeah. Yeah, plug That's, it in. Yeah. See if you get a display. If you do, it means your the LCD is gone. And if it's ancient history, do not spend a penny on repairing it. No, no. Last time I had to fix the guy told me everything's out of date on it. So yeah. I just thought maybe something I could have done to get it rolling again. But. Well, you can take the battery out, right? You can do the basics. Take the battery out, hold the power button, drain it. Put, okay. And put the battery back in, charge it up, get it connected, and see if it comes on. Um, you could just simply also have a very dead battery, period. Are you using it yeah. plugged in or on the battery? Oh, always plugged in. I oh. have seldom ever used on battery. All right, but just re- just recycling that part of it, taking it out, disconnecting it, pushing the power yeah, button, having shot. it clear could do something, but okay. I think it's finally dead. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got many years out of it. So, good. You know. Good. All right. Thank All right. you for your help. You got it, Tom. Uh, you got to be careful. Don't spend too much money on old machines. Yeah. Let's make sure they're backed up. Going to go to Skip in Colombia. What's going on, Skip? Yeah, I have a uh, pop-up when using Windows Explorer. All right. ERX03. And my Windows system's going to die and all the... That's Internet Explorer, not Windows Explorer, correct? Well, yeah, the... The blue icon with the E? Yeah. Yeah, that's Internet Explorer. Windows Explorer is File Explorer. Okay. so It's, it's a fake error. Yeah, I knew that. Oh, you did? Yeah, I just want to know how to get rid of it. I, I search for it, and I get all these other links, and I don't know if any of them's any good. Go to, right. go to the upper right-hand corner. Choose options. Reset your computer. I mean, not your computer, your browser. Go to the place where it says settings, advanced. Reset your browser, and then you'll have to reboot your computer. It'll reset it back to the defaults. And then configure OpenDNS, Skip, and you won't get this issue again. Yeah. All right. Keep beating to do it. It's a Windows 7 machine, so. Okay. Well, that, that'll do it. We're going to clear your browser of everything by resetting your browser, and, and that should take care of it. You're going to replace it before January 14th, right? I've been looking at I've been listening to your show and listen to what you guys are recommending. i got to replace two computers. All right. Thing. Well, you're going to save the NASDAQ. We're going to step out for a break, Skip, but hopefully that helps you, all right? Okay. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock. Three lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Let's get right to your calls. You're nice enough to join us. We're going to go to Jim in Summers. Hey, Jim, what's up? Hey, good morning. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. I've got a question about open DNS. Yeah. And I know, I, I mean, I have it, but um, when you do that, is that supposed to affect every computer and tablet you have in the house? If you configured it on your router. I'm sorry? If you configured it on your router, yes. How do you do that? I, I know you don't you download it onto your computer, but you're not downloading it. In- you're not downloading oh. anything. You're downloading your your settings you have to follow and we've posted the instructions a few times for you. Um, you'd go into your router configuration. And that's generally 192.168.1.1, which would be your your actual gateway. Okay. Whichever your gateway IP is, you want to navigate to that through a browser, then go to the 
go to the DHCP settings. A DHCP yeah. se- server inside your router hands out the IP addresses that hand it out to all your devices that allow them to connect to the Internet. So if it's handing out the IP address, you can also ask it to hand out the open DNS DNS servers, right? So now everybody, your friends, your neighbors, whoever comes over and connects to Jim's Internet in Summers will have that service connected. And we'll put, we'll, we'll put a right. link up there for you as well. And no, they're governed by no. your rules. Okay. Right? So if you don't want them to listen to country music, you can block all country music. <laughs> 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 now, will, will that affect um, streaming like on a uh, Amazon uh, Fire TV? It'll make it faster. Oh, really? Open okay. DNS is a faster DNS than the junk given to you by your internet provider. Yep. Uh, that's not a VPN. That's something totally different, right? Correct. It's just using a a better. Think of it as your internet provider is giving you a pothole filled, scary ride down the internet, whereas you get a nice, clean, safe ride on the HOV lane with Open DNS. All right. Now, does that protect you from uh, nefarious sites? Yes, by default. Yeah, they put they put guards in front of the exits that have the nefarious sites. You can't take a left turn okay. onto those things. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I installed it on my computer. Oh, I, I configured it up for a computer, and then I went to another computer, and I can get into everything I blocked, so I did it wrong. So You did it wrong, right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right. So you did right, open... Thank you. You're you, welcome. You did open a free account, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, very good. And then don't forget, Jimmy, you need to configure the IP updater. Okay. That is a little tool you have to download and configure on and log laptops. in with you on, on a machine that's going to be you know readily used on your on your network so that every now and again when you get a new IP address from the Internet provider, OpenDNS knows to set those configurations now on that new IP address. All right. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I have a static or IP. You or, don't. Um, you don't probably. Yeah. You don't. Okay. So. Go and make sure you configure the IP updater and, right. you, and configure your account and then configure this on your router, and boom, you have now really improved your security for your home. Okay, and you're going you're gonna to put that online so I can just follow the directions? That's what we'll do. All right, awesome. Thank you. Have a great day. Yeah, you too, Jim. All right, bye. Bye-bye. It is, it is too nice of a day, though, to be doing that today, but um, we have four lines open. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. While we're waiting, though, I've been meaning to bring this up on numerous shows. So I'm not a, a guy who buys a lot of stuff online. I think I've told you that. But we're getting into it a little more with Amazon. And so a little, little clicker I have for my NVIDIA Shield runs on these two little like quarter size batteries, right? They're, they're these little thin little, they're like little. CR2025. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> and the, the darn thing died. And I was like, all right, I'm out of battery. So I'll, hey, I'll order on Amazon. And while I'm at it, I'll order a water filter for my refrigerator. So I, I go online and they're like, we can get that to you today. Now, that's great, right? The convenience is awesome. But if you care about the environment, does it make sense for all the technology on the planet to get me four quarters little CR batteries and a water filter delivered to my door that day? And then the next day I could have a book delivered or I could have a – does that really seem like we're caring about the environment? The only reason I brought it up is my wife and I are also part of a – a community band, and we in Bristol, and we were, we were gassing up by this particular Sidco station, and all these Amazon trucks are there by all these folks gassing up, and you just hear them talking, "Oh yeah, we're here gassing up all day long." It just doesn't seem. I mean, my, my, you know, we're like, does this seem really? On my commute into work every morning, I count at least six or more those white Amazon trucks with the little. Uh, numbers on them, right. and you can see the smiley face packages in the windows. Yeah, so it's just 
Does it make sense to you that we're doing this? Does it? Are we actually improving? Couldn't they put them all in one truck? Can't do. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, literally, you could have three or four different deliveries from different people on different trucks. And again, if you believe in saving the planet, are you using these services? Facebook itself, just to run Facebook, where you post your complaints about saving the planet, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uses. 3.4 terawatt hours of energy just to operate Facebook. Well, by the way, all those white trucks with the little numbers, yeah. they all have New Jersey plates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's a long drive. Uh, it just doesn't seem like we're doing anything more efficiently or if we're, if we're interested in saving the planet. How can we comfortably do it? I mean, we're being told to be guilty for using a plastic straw, yet you can have your paper straws delivered individually by some <laughs> truck from Amazon. And it's not like Amazon says to you, you know what, Eric, You know, if you kind of waited and put all these together, it'd be more... So I can sign and up it's for, for, free. The, for the Amazon Straw a Day program. <laughs> right. right. It just doesn't seem... I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. It, Instead of buying them in bulk, I can buy them one at a time. Right. And I'm not some big tree hugger, as you probably know, but it just seems, I don't know, kind of gross, kind of icky that you can do this. And then we can talk about, you know, the fact that, you know, you can go get your 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 food delivered to you now at the well, drop of a hat. Have you ever ordered it? Well, you don't order that much. But can you imagine, like I have, you order something and you get the thing and, you know, you put to go. Then you go, oh, I forgot this one item. And you go to add it and it's a separate order. It's going to be shipped separately. separately. Yeah. <laughs> you know. They don't care about the planet. Let's go on to Rich. Hey, Rich, what's up? Hey, I'm looking at getting a new computer. Yeah. With all the crap with the uh, running out on the Windows 7. Yeah. So I was looking at this HP. Yep. It's HP Home. It's got an i7 processor. Ooh, nice. It's got 16... Uh, gigabyte of memory and a one uh, terabyte hard drive with a 256 uh, gigabyte of SSD. Oh, my goodness. Is that something that's pretty uh, going to last a while? It's $800. Good deal. Uh, That's a good good option. I'd buy that. Yeah, it's a good. What's the size? What's the screen size? Oh, it's it's a, there's no uh, screen with it. This is, this is just a. uh, Oh, the PC. Oh, perfect. Yeah. That'll, that should give you six plus years of service. Sounds pretty good. It does sound good. Yeah, that sounds like a great little box. Yeah, I don't know. I think the prices are going to go up as the end of the year comes. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Microsoft has uh, arbitrarily decided that Windows 7 needs to be replaced. (laughs) So, Well, it wasn't arbitrary. They decided that for, what, five, six years ago. That's arbitrary, too, though. It's not yeah, like really, it's not like there's some sort of time they, limit on Windows they 7. They couldn't get people to go to Vista. Right. So Service Pack 2, <laughs> i.e. Windows 7, yeah. was the fix, and it was a great operating system. But right. they said in order to get people to actually trust them that right. it was good, they said, we'll extend support out to the year 2020. Yeah. They could have said 2021, 2028. Well, 20- I'm sure people will work it like they did XP over the, over the limit, but... You know, yes, they will. Because you yeah, your system's not going to fail. Or it's not going to stop working. It's just not going to get service packs. Right. So oh, yeah, well, great little thanks. machine, Rich. Thanks a lot. You got it. Bye bye. Bye bye. And speaking of that, I mean, we are in our practice. We support a lot of businesses, and uh, you know, they're a little cranky about having to upgrade their machines. They're working properly. You know, I've got CPA firms calling that we support, and financial planners calling that we support. Hey, do I have to do this? And I just simply say this: if you have a breach. Because you didn't upgrade your Windows Seven, what are you going to tell your customers? Sorry, we were a little we we didn't want to, we were upset about Microsoft making this arbitrary cancellation date and we didn't do it. But yes, all your data got released. 
Well, what are you going to tell, like, the authorities that, you know, exactly. people you got to respond to, insurance companies? Right. Are they going to cover you? Right. Don't, don't be mad at us. It sure wasn't our idea. It was Microsoft's idea to deprecate the software. And, uh, you know, again, in some sort of defense of Microsoft, which I rarely do here, to have everybody up to speed on the latest operating systems constantly for something as old as Windows 7, we're up to Windows 10, and, and you already see all the problems of Windows 10, um, it's hard to support multiple operating systems. Then you bundle that with all your third-party applications, your ERP systems, your accounting systems, your financial planning systems, and those systems then have to be able to run on X number of operating systems and to have programmers that can do it for all these flavors, it gets difficult, right? So all I, different hardware. All different hardware, all different interfaces. So, yes, it's a one of those necessary evils, you know, but hopefully computerization has improved your efficiency. I'll put that in quotes. Hopefully it has. We're going to step out for a quick break. we got four lines wide open. So feel free to get here before the end of the uh, show at 11 o'clock. We can take your call, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. And coming up at 11 o'clock, Dr. Leslie will be in with Healthy Rounds, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. Let's go right to your calls. Our resident groupie, Danny, is on the line. Hey, Danny. Hey. Listen, uh, real quick, uh, is it feasible or reasonable to change a battery, put a new battery in um, a Sam, my uh, no. Samsung? Stop laughing. <laughs> I can't I believe you have that thing still. Yeah, no, no, it's not feasible <laughs> or reasonable. Okay. Sorry. All right. Hey, Elon Musk is having a press conference today. Yeah, is he going to try to tweet and try to get that stock price up again like he did yesterday? Well, yes, but is the SEC going to come out after him for that too? Hey, we might get to a hundred thousand, or maybe we won't. It's going to be about this. It's going to be about the Starship. Yeah, that's what Bob has. He didn't read the uh, article this morning. Look at some of the pictures uh, underneath that. They've got three of the big Raptor engines underneath that. Yeah, and they actually have control surfaces, fins, and stuff that are going to move. They're going to go up twenty miles for the first hop, and then he's going to take it orbital. Yeah, I, I saw the uh, video on the website of the test flight. Yeah, where they went up. I don't know. They probably went up a couple hundred feet and then came down and landed. Yards, yeah, they, yeah. So but, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, but this is with the with the three engines, and I mean those things right. are just unbelievable. And he's got batteries up in the top, and he's got all kinds of electronics, and it's like really getting closer to the to the real deal. All right. Well, we all wish him the best. Obviously, he's got enough of our money to do it. I am very torn about that because <laughs> I'm not a government give money to people kind of guy. But yeah. at least he's gotten results out of it. Uh huh. Has he? I mean, uh, Solar City's having issues surviving. There's investigations going on by the fact that Tesla bought it under kind of false pretenses. Oh, you are Debbie Downer today. <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I'm, I, I'm a fan of what he tries to do, but he does it with a lot of a, a subsidy money. I mean, billions and billions in subsidies. So he sure as heck better do something well, um, and make it feasible rather than, I mean, for him to say, well, we tried it. It's almost like our Department of Economic Development here with all the failures they've done loaning people money. Um, he wants you know, to colonize Mars. He has gotten much better results. Let's go for it. So, do you think he's going to hit the hundred thousand cars that he tweeted, or is it another uh, overpromise, underdelivered? Blew away that Porsche at Nuremberg, the new Porsche that came out, the electric car. I heard about the speed thing, only by a few seconds. But again, what, who cares about how fast you can go? Is can the batteries last in a in a in a in a police chase, he's or should the police a, officers even have, have a Tesla? A, uh, a million mile battery pack pretty soon. A million. There are already people complaining about their their batteries not lasting 
in their in their short term now well, because they're not using them properly oh Improperly they're, they're holding it wrong <laughs> it's user error they're holding it wrong danny <laughs> like apple says okay oh debbie downer debbie ah, downer. no not at all no not at all but danny all right, do, do you really right. believe that they should be using teslas and no, police cars it's, it's uh, well yeah there is one thing though you know they have so much lower maintenance and fewer parts and, like, if you look what the city of Hartford spends on maintenance and parts and replacement stuff to keep those cars in... No, in they just replace rolling. them. They place them with luxury vehicles. The they, don't, of- they don't maintain <laughs> them. What are you talking about? Maintain them. They buy brand no, new cars. Like the, old, the old Ford Cruisers, not, uh, the, not the, 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 the Tahos or whatever. Yeah. yeah the, the, you know, the, the VIP ones. They'll be getting Teslas next. Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Because I'm a big shareholder in Tesla. Oh, there it is. There it there is. There it is. I'm just, I'm just one of those evil uh, full, full disclosure. That, 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 okay, goodbye, Debbie. All right, bye, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, what can I say? He's a big fan of Elon. And who, who can't be? I mean, Elon is a very interesting character, and he has yeah. done some great things. Um, he is interesting, and he is a character. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope he pays back some of the money we let him borrow or gave to him. I don't think that'll ever happen. Let's go to Charlie in Plainfield. Hey, Charlie, what's up? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. I have a I have a Toyota, by the way. So <laughs> I, can't, I can't address those issues. All right. Hey, quick quick question. I hope and and I can hang up and you can answer it, whichever. Okay. I have I've been using Excel since two thousand. What, what version? Uh, well, here's the question. It's it's multiple versions going back to ninety seven. Oh boy. Bunch of different formats. Um, and now it's running slow as death. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a compatibility conflict. Uh, and I'm almost sure it is. I'm just, you know, and I've got hundreds and hundreds of these files. They're basically invoices that I've created under Excel with my business. Okay, but the one. the Excel file itself is a very small file, correct? Yeah, uh, each of the files, yeah, okay. I believe so. I, I'm, I'm sitting with a car, so I can't address it as to which ones are which files. There's yeah. a lot of 97 stuff. Yeah. Are there a lot of um, macros in there, Charlie, where they're actually producing calculations for you? Not very little. Math, you know, two times this, buy two of these at this price. So, you know, it's, it's, it's very benign sort of math, I'd say. Okay. So then it's not working hard. Um, if the you know, it should be. And, I, and I'll get where it'll just won't re- not responding. I'll have not responding uh messages back on the top of the screen. Yeah, that's not Excel. I think that's some other issue. It's yeah. not the okay. Excel. What's your guess? Well, how old's your computer? Um, Probably seven years, six years. Windows 7? No, no, 10. It's 10? Oh, it's a seven-year-old so Windows 10 upgrade? Whenever 10 first came out around that time. So you upgraded when you got the free upgrade, and you kept uh, up with did that. Did I upgrade? No, the machine came with 10. Seven years ago, it did not. Well, then five years ago, whenever it was. I'm, I'm <laughs> to remember. It's okay. I, I We suspect it's your computer, not Excel itself. What um, processor do you have? Do you know um, CPU? It's an AMD. Okay. And it's a, it's a, you know, it's a dated one. How much so RAM? Not, excuse me? How, how much, much RAM? RAM? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say 16. Oh, okay. It's a lot of RAM. Um, it's not. It's probably not the program. It's probably just your machine um, slowing down because you're not asking the program to do a whole lot with your invoices. It's just these little invoices with little sums on them, so they're not processing a lot of data. So it's not the it's it's not the software. I think in this case it's the computer. Okay. Um, you could you know purchase the latest Excel to see if that is true. Um, 
Actually, I'm surprised if you're running Windows 10, the old Excel shouldn't even work. Uh, so I don't think you're running Windows 10. The more I, the more we think about this, the more I think you're back on Windows 7 because you can't run Excel 97 on a Windows 10 machine. Period. You can't well, do it. That's what I'm on. I believe you, but I don't believe you. I think there's some confusion okay. here, Charlie. Uh, only because we we're doing upgrades constantly for our client base, and you just can't stick the old software on the um, on the new operating system. It doesn't work that well. So okay. Uh, well, I know I'm not running seven. You're pretty I'm sure, not huh? Running, I'm not running XP. Right. Uh, some of these files may have been created under XP, but that should have nothing to do with. It. Right. Now, I sold computers since 1971 as a salesman. I don't complain. I don't pretend to be super technical. Yep. People I've talked to, I don't, you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't be debate the issue with you. But I know I'm in ten, but it's a moot point at yeah. this point. All right. So you then, think you think it's the box in the processor? Right that's now. where I'm angling. It's not your the Excel program is not being asked to do much. So that's where I would go. Well, let me let me do this, and then we can end this because I know you got other guys waiting. If I took my files, yeah, I've been over to a stick, brought them to a newer upgraded machine. I don't want to go out and buy one if I don't have to. I'm too cheap. Yeah. Uh, and um, I'm like the shoemaker. Sure. So anyway, I'll bring it to someone else's machine. I'll load down, yeah. you know, X number of hundreds of files. And then in your in your estimate, it should probably run well. Correct, sir. Okay. All right. All right. If it doesn't, I'll get back to you. Yeah, get, call us on the complaint department. There you go. We'll, re- <laughs> we'll refund your money. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. Yeah, you too. Hopefully that works for him, but it's... It's got to be his. It's got to be his machine. We're, we want to thank you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. We want to thank Mike G for posting everything live over to our website over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com. If you follow us at, uh, through Facebook at Tab Computer Systems, everything that we post will go into your newsfeed. And of course, if you uh, follow us on Twitter uh, over at Tab Computer Systems, will get there as well. Thank you, Matt, for producing. Doctor Alessi's up next with healthy rounds. See you next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 